I'm really sad that Trump isn't our president anymore, guys. I, they they promised me a civil war, and they didn't fucking deliver. And honestly, <laughs> it's some bullshit. Because because if I'm being frank, they were going to lose the civil war again, just like they did last time, because they can't understand basic infrastructure. They just think that they're they're going to be willed through because they're on the moral side, and they're not. They are they are they are not on the moral side and they're not on the technical side. You know the Germans were wrong about a lot, but what they weren't wrong about is the math they were doing. <laughs> and 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 uh, neither was NASA, is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Germans, NASA, different groups of people. Um, mm-hmm. no, I don't know, man. I think. Entities. I kind of think that uh, the group of people in American life who um, yell at baristas for misspelling their names definitely could have won a long drag out war. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they are actually super capable um, and not the softest people in American life. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. You're telling me you're telling me that guys who spend their money dressing up like soldiers when they won't actually join the military because the only thing they're qualified to do is flip hamburgers uh you're telling me that they weren't ready for a protracted ground war and guerrilla campaign with uh uh the most powerful military to ever have been uh assembled on the planet uh, I don't know, man, uh, because I think it's important to remember these people are not actually qualified to flip burgers. They're only qualified to sit in <laughs> <at> jobs. <laughs> if they if they all didn't have mysterious benefactors, then they they would they would truly just be uh, yeah, just unemployable and unemployed. Oh no! Okay, so I have a breakdown of of Biden's one point nine trillion dollar proposal. Uh, so two hundred dollars, two hundred billion dollars for the war on Christmas. 300 billion for gay weddings, 150 billion to attack and dethrone God. Somehow, sw- how do you, you're attacking and dethroning God with less money than you're putting towards the war on Christmas, which I really respect. 50 billion more to the war on Christmas. Um, 600 billion for West Virginia for some reason. Um, 350 billion to humiliate Trump voters and 300 billion to defund the police, which I don't really understand why you're just giving 300 billion dollars to defund the police. Well, that's it's actually if you would have read the emails that I have been circulating okay. during our uh, off time mm-hmm. about um, how uh, uh, to defund you fund is that like a defund defund uh, the means police? Fun? No, it, it it is actually a very very large pyramid scheme. Um, run by the Illuminati to make you buy uh, aluminum foil. It, I, I really can't expound on it because I, I, I am I'm recording a series of lectures that I will be putting on my uh, my my new website, uh, realaliens.web.co. What? Well, hold I, on. Did I last think... one join us? What was that? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was the last one. Hey, he can't. Last man is in a take jail, uh, not legally allowed to make takes at the moment. Um, no, see, you you know you know how people always say you got to spend money to make money. Well, you got to spend money to stop spending money. You, you know? got to give them money to take it away. You got to make yep. money to spend money. <laughs> you got to fund them before you defund them. Like, uh, <laughs> bro, like what? what the fuck? Not very complicated. 
Yeah. Who's going to defund them if you don't fund them to defund them? Like, yeah. what do on. you say? Defunding is like just letting them run out of money? Is that, that's not, de- that's no. No, that's uh, not defunding. That's irresponsibility. You know, they got to get their paid vacation. Exactly. Listen, that's a two week administrative time... leave money, Carl. <laughs> okay, this all is right? the problem. Fuck with that. That, yeah. <laughs> This is the problem, is that all the police unions require uh, a pension payout of every dismissed officer at three and a half million dollars. So it's actually a lesson in why unions are really important. Well, see, it's actually so unlike Social Security, we haven't been uh, thrifty or intelligent with our spending, uh, rather like the post office. And we haven't funded their, you know, we haven't required that you fund their pensions 75 years in advance you know it's the only way to be safe this is what you got to do yeah oh oh well, look at that. there we go testing we testing well we had, a, we had a brief uh, departure from our normal form but after failing to stop president joe biden on january 6th we're back on the leftism <laughs> we're uh, back on board we're no longer trying to stop the steal Wait, no. I'm, I'm still trying God, to stop. We have to... No. Okay, we, yes, we, yes. We okay, no, Carl knee. understands. Carl understands. We bent the knee, okay? We no, stopped no, criticizing no, Joe no, Biden. No. He won the election. We're back. Guys. Whoa. Okay. Right? I need, I need at least two co-hosts to stop the steal, but I need at least two other co-hosts to, to keep the count going because we both need to lose and gain votes in places. So... Okay. Let's let's not let's not lose sight of the goal here, everybody. I've been counting the whole time and stopping the count at, at other times, you know. I have oh also That's so disappointing. Uh, I, I, I'm 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 math illiterate, so I don't even I can't make jokes like this because I actually don't know how to how to math. Will you teach me how to math? Uh <laughs> I'm actually I'm sure. making sure that the numbers stay the same, but just redistributing them in a uh, friendly manner. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I try and make the numbers stay the same by voting in as many precincts as I've been able to. <laughs> and so I try and really even the vote out. Well, so, well, that's, so that's I do that. Works, right? Is that. That votes always equal zero and you have to solve backwards, right? So exactly. On that. When well, yeah, because half of people are Republicans and the other half are Democrats. Of yeah. course, that's 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 what that's what George Washington was saying at, at, during that earlier part. When, uh, that's why it was the Democrat. <laughs> that's why it was the Democrat Republican Party back in the day, guys. Don't you all know? There's one party. <laughs> there was not another party. Oh my See what God. I've been doing is I've been I've been voting legally multiple times uh, for Trump where he needs them and illegally for Biden. Okay, where, where... Carl, do you really want to actually draw the attention to yourself, con- con- considering that you committed voter fraud several times? <laughs> I did not commit. I have never oh, committed voter oh, fraud in my you, life. You <laughs> no, you are. Uh, uh, the rest of your city are rightfully uh, disenfranchised. <laughs> that's I, actually. I'm, I don't. I'm in favor of giving Puerto Rico the right to vote, and not I'm DC giving, though. Yeah, actually, letting Puerto Rico vote twice. In, yeah. Instead of giving <laughs> DC the vote. I think. Okay. I think DC. DC should be able to vote, but I think the only polling place should be in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
don't think you know who lives in DC. Most of them would do that. <laughs> where all of the uh, the DC lives are afraid to go. <laughs> And then we'd actually uh, elect Cory Bush too. Uh, I I support that entirely. <laughs> oh God! Silencing the people that need to be silenced. Uh, most uh, voter. What I think we should actually do is just make red state votes count twice. Like, why haven't we done that? They should get. You know, if I mean, you're don't, don't we kind of? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we do that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, there's they don't no, have they, any. They advantage. actually count half as much. Yeah. I hate to tell you that, but they, 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 uh, the, the urban oh, well, rural red, divide is red, going red to kill votes, us all. Uh, red state votes uh, by Democrats. I see what you mean. <laughs> I was, I was thinking from my perspective, in which I'm voting libertarian. <laughs> Listen, I need to be able to keep. I need to be able to purchase uh, dick pills and speed over the internet, and also I need to be able to buy in mass crickets for my Burmese python that I have and is mine, and no one will fucking take that shit from me, okay? okay. Also, I might need some aluminum bromide. I mean, aluminium bromide. Uh, and you don't need to ask what This is not a British for. podcast. Okay? The, the, the clear solution here is uh, one that would make our, truly make our country great again, which is reverse the law so that only felons can vote. It's <laughs> your <laughs> right to vote. You have to commit at least one. Fel- what? What you know felony would we all commit? I mean, I- voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I, I appreciate your pantomiming of uh, you know giving a tribute to our boy who wasn't you know pardoned in that you don't get to buy speed you get to buy meth because this is Oklahoma. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah, you don't get a Burmese python. You get tigers. Okay, well, but here's the thing. I don't know that I want to jump right to Tiger after having seen what has happened to our 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 uh, uh, currently imprisoned co-host. Um, but um, you know, I think I think here's the thing. Every hot guy, every hot guy has a reptile tank in their house, and you know that odor that comes with true. like owning crickets to feed your reptiles in your hot guy house. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm actually trying to propagate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I think that the, uh, I mean, the industry of being a reptile guy has really fallen off since Oklahoma has legalized marijuana. That is a just classic drug dealer trope. That is. See, no I don't sustainable. See, I don't know. I think, I think it might go the other way because I think you might have a lot of people who are like now like, Oh no. Uh, cause I, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, just, just looking at these dispensaries from, from the windows. Cause I don't go inside them cause they're immoral, sinful places. Mm. Um, but looking at these from the outside, uh, there are definitely, uh, uh, multiple dispensaries, especially in the, uh, Tulsa, Tulsa and the greater Metro area that are just, uh, clearly where people were already selling drugs out of. And, uh, <laughs> there's just a lizard tank and a couch and, uh, they're just doing exactly what they were doing before. We were able to put lights on the outside and yeah. put up a billboard. Welcome in. Come on in. It's got referred by reference anymore. There is one in Tulsa that I know of uh, that is in a duplex that the other side is residential. And I am sure that they just go to sleep there. <laughs> yeah, it's 
It's a combination weed store uh, housing unit. <laughs> Many months has come and gone since Red I Star wandered over Oklahoma, from Oklahoma's most Republican podcast. Hills where I was born. Yet I keep doing crime. Many a page of life you be my Many a lesson I Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. We be doing crime. There are revisionists and there are reactionaries. We just can't make it a witness in suit thing about them. Red Star over Oklahoma. Oklahoma's I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we have Carl Roberts, Stephen Lastman, and special guest host participant Parker Nelson live in studio on the show. And this is Red Star over Oklahoma. We were a politics news broadcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. Uh, Obviously, it's been since August. Um, We've missed you. I hope you've missed us. Um, There's been a lot going on both in the world and in our own lives. And so uh, here we are. Uh, But we're just going to be jumping right back in uh, feet first uh, like uh, nothing ever happened. Uh, so this week in national news, we're going to be talking about our new president, Jose Biden, uh, and his imminent plan to release uh, Tiger King Joseph Maldonado Passage, um, and how we are now a podcast dedicated to that subject. Uh, and then we were going to move on to a discussion of the Hunts Point strike before, of course, turning to Oklahoma news, where we will be discussing newly filed bills, including one about a... Uh, Marsupial, it's close to all of our hearts. Uh, it's a marsupial. What? No, no, I, it's not even remotely close to a mar. No, he's a pouch. Does primates he... don't have pouches. Do you have the a pouch? fucking marsupial? I'm still stuck on that one. He doesn't wait, have a pouch. Wait. Why do you wait. think Bigfoot has a pouch? Where did you get pouch from? It, he's he's called a Sam Squanch, and you th- there is a skin flap. On the, it's not in the front. It's on the sides, like uh, well, those like are skin guild. tags, not pouches. <laughs> but you've got it. That, that, that's but okay. I'll 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 assert to you that I have undisclosed evidence with my. Uh, do you, do you uh, have? With, I, I have I have I have several boxes of of like Bigfoot votes biology, like for a Bigfoot biologist. No, oh. I have I have boxes of votes from Swing states, and I also I keep them with my Bigfoot corpse and my uh, alien autopsy records, um, and I will reveal them at an undisclosed date. Oh, so you actually future, did invade Area Fifty One? That I have them. You oh. can check them out on Adam's website, BigfeetPicks.com. <laughs> <laughs> I am not responsible for whatever that domain does to your computer. We've been having some issues with the server recently, so. Uh, uh, visit at your own risk. Um, then I think we even have a conservative reading series this week. So let's just jump right in um, and 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 discuss the uh, plan to liberate Joe Exotic. Um, I know that we were all disheartened when um, President Trump uh, didn't 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 let our boy go. Um, and, and I'll be honest, uh, the fact that they haven't impeached Joe Biden for failing to let Joseph Maldonado passage out of jail, I think it's criminal. Well, he had day one promises. You know what I mean? He did a lot. He stopped like he's on Excel. I keep hearing a hundred days, a hundred million vaccines. No, no, no. Day one. That doesn't even mean anything. And two, just, just let the Tiger King go. 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean the, re- the real problem I have is that, you know, I, I put my life on the line, you know, going into AOC's office on January 6th and smelling her chair to get Joe Exotic freed. And <laughs> and now, you know, I I don't know what's going to happen to me. You know, I, I did the work. You know, I was I was the fucking fedayeen for this guy. And uh, President, uh, President Trumbull. See, I spent my entire life savings donating to John Ossoff's campaign so that... <laughs> They can finally free Joe Exotic. I don't know how those two things were connected, but I was told to do it, and I did, and now they're not delivering. See, I went, I went into similarly to Chuck Schumer's office, you know what I mean, and just like, uh, like uh, I set um, uh, a macro on his mouse that would just offset the calibration on it by, you know, a solid like just like six centimeters, you know. And so, no matter what, he wasn't able to click on anything. I'm sorry, this might have been my fault. I see. I, I I'll take some some blame in this too because I went to McConnell and I just downloaded every Flash player and toolbar that I could get my hand on, and I <laughs> promise you that that's why nothing's gotten done in the Senate. Now I did this in 2007, um, which uh, is 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 maybe why we've had such a difficulty with the GOP. But I'm going to be honest. I don't think McConnell's gotten a lot of work done. Some of those are very difficult to work around toolbars. If you've ever downloaded Chrome extensions, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we 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 got a uh, you know we got the bad orange man out. Um, we're going reverse chronological order today. Is that what we're doing? I don't think chronology. I mean, chronology <laughs> is bullshit on its face. So Time I don't really doesn't exist anymore. We live in a nebulous limbo forever. But mm-hmm. all the problems are solved now. We did. yeah, yeah. Um, you the 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 roar of applause from Palestine um, on January twentieth <laughs> could be heard across the Adriatic. You know, it's it's just a a monumental moment that uh queen girl boss slay i mean is 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 bringing us freedom now did you see all the individual power like power suits that were being worn by them in the different colors it was it was they were mixtures of red Mm. and blue to make purple to symbolize unity Mm. because the women are now leading oh god god we're gonna get bernie bro letters (laughs) i'll be honest i cried tears of joy when after four years of a fascist president joe biden came in and undid a sixth of his executive orders guys i i just want to know how you guys feel to have participated in the first overthrow of a dictator by a democratic election (laughs) yeah you know that's a real overthrew fascist hallmark Hallmark of dictators, they respect elections. You know, it's pretty impressive. It's amazing mm-hmm. that we we democracied so hard, hard that he actually left, you know? Like, now, to be totally frank and honest, I wasn't sure that he was going to leave. And, you know, I don't think he has the uh, – I don't think that, that Donald J. Trump has the chutzpah to actually do anything. Uh, but does he have the incompetence – to uh, uh, do something stupid enough that it endangers a lot of people's lives? Yes. See the pandemic that has kept us all in our homes where we can't do anything, and it's awful. And well, You guys have been staying uh, in your homes the whole time? <laughs> no, you've been staying in my home. <laughs> I... I I don't know, man. It's 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 weird to have him gone. I miss him, you know. I desperately miss him. I and, and I'm, gonna it... be, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. 
Um, like, I, I entirely been... sincere. Very good that he's gone, but we will. Oh. I mean, you don't even get tweets anymore. Bro, uh, I'm going to let Man's you guys know 45. that I am on. I have got Q's Hashtag Morse code signal. <laughs> and so I am getting the transcripts. Mm. And um, I mean, he's still getting tweets from, from, from DJT. So mm. we're not calling him Donald anymore. We're calling him DJT, kind of like how the Scientologists call uh, L. Ron Hubbard LRH. We're going DJT now. Well, see, it was hilarious how even going on to Parler, Parler then went down because Amazon was like, we don't have to support your platform. Get fucked. Have you heard the Q We're, theory that I fully subscribe to now that Joe Biden and Donald Trump had the face-off procedure um, done to them? So now Donald Trump is still the president, but looks and sounds like Joe Biden. Oh, And isn't yeah, enacting man. Joe Biden's policies. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, bro, it has to seem realistic. Like, how else? Bro, that's some, that's, I, he's going to get caught. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually going to, I'll go ahead and subscribe to that as well. Uh, I think that'll, that, that'll do. That'll do. That, that fills in a lot of plot holes for me. I mean, really, I, uh, the, the saddest thing is that we don't have Donald Trump's social media presence because just imagine the gold he would be. Oh, absolutely. So much cope after losing and just getting undeniably owned by deluded senile old man one uh, of the one of the most important things though you know again you know in this time where americans are dying you know we're having a 9-11 every day of american loss of life and it, during this tragedy it's just so important to me to know that when joe biden got into the oval office he had the Diet Coke button that Trump had installed removed. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that that's the kind of snap judgment, instant policy change mm -hmm. that the president can enact without legislation and that has a palpable effect on the human. Finally, human we have a president with a dog. OK, oh my God, dogs like, in the White Jesus, House. Dogs, dogs in the White House. Who's even talking I, about fuck. anything else? OK, there's nothing cooler, though, than Trump not having a dog like how, you know, like a, a long-standing presidential tradition, and he just says, "I'm not a, you know, I'm I'm not a pedophile. I'm not gonna have a dog. They're they're dog. They're pedophile symbols. Bro, okay? bro. Owning a dog makes you a pedophile. Bro, I've looked it up. It's in it's in it's in the dictionary. Bro, you know, bet, it's there. It's true. Bro, bet, bet. Trump's got a reptile tank. Trump <laughs> has a hot guy reptile tank. He absolutely. He, they walked in. They were like, "Damn, what is that smell?" And all the staffers went, "Well, we have three hundred boxes of live crickets in the next room <laughs> to feed to the reptiles that are here." Like, oh, well, it smells awful. No, dogs. Dogs would be a power move if they did the uh, Putin thing and just have two very large Rottweilers on either end of your chair when you <laughs> meet a world leader who is famously terrified of dogs. <laughs> Trump would have done that um, if he had thought about what meeting Angela Merkel would be like before he did. <laughs> I don't think Trump's ever like interacted with an animal, though. I don't. It's, it's like driving. I just can't imagine him doing it. Oh, except <laughs> no, he, he had the hero one... dog the medal. Yeah, he loved yeah. that. Whenever he gave the hero dog the medal and then posted a photoshopped image of him giving the hero dog the medal. <laughs> the kind of shit that we're missing out these days. I mean, Joe Biden's social media is such dog shit compared to uh, he was a he was a god. Do oh, what you will I mean, about the man's policies. Doing, you can support his post. Joe post. Biden isn't doing his own posts. Trump is the only president who, for sure, did every single one of his own posts. 
Oh my god! Oh. Not every single one, but well, but, but it was something like seventy-five percent. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there was no focus group writing those tweets. Every one of Biden's <laughs> tweets has been like sent through several focus groups, making sure it scans, is inoffensive, it's on message. Trump was shooting from the hip. Oh, every time. Kafifi. <laughs> Dude, I still have my cup of morning kafifi every day because he's my president. You know, he he's my president, and 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 I'm gonna respect him forever because that's what I I've been calling say, him my whole life, kafifi. Who has? I, 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 I mean, I respect that our former president was very involved in Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart's romance <laughs> uh, when that was going on. He was guiding uh, King Robert Pattinson uh, to not get his heart broken. And if, if Robin listened, you know, he might have avoided some heartache. Tom Brady's back in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm just dealing with it. Mm. America's I mean, back. that's the same as Joe Biden, Biden winning, right? <laughs> Dude, I, so I, I watched, this is, this is another where, where you at, where, what's been happening. Um, I watched that Jordan documentary that came out and there's this portion where Jordan says, hey, Democrats and Republicans buy sneakers. It's like, you know what? I'll give it to you, Jordan. I will give you that one. You're right. Democrats and Republicans aren't the problem. Mm -hmm. It's the system, sir. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think if Democrats and Republicans work together, uh, we could solve all of our problems. That's why I voted for Joe and then stormed the Capitol, you know? Yeah, exactly. You gotta have See, both. One of the one of one of the most riveted like parts of my day that I look forward to every single day is the sensationalized news alert that I get from CNN saying like, uh, McConnell like secretly wants uh, Trump gone." You know what I mean, they're secretly going to convict. Oh my god! I oh, there's like too. fourteen. Yes. Yes. There's like fourteen Republicans it. that are ready to go, but then everybody on the the pro Trumpers over here like this is going to fracture all this shit, and I'm like getting all hype, man. It's like it's like pumping me up, and and that's that's what I feed off of every single day. It comes in around eleven o'clock. CNN, bless you for your report. Well, yeah, but see, that's Trump did not beat you down. Okay, you won. You're giving yourself a kind of brain worms that, uh, like, you're really gonna enjoy in three to five years. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to become like so disassociative. What you think is a bit now Mm -hmm. will very quickly become something that your family alienates you because of, which is really nice. I think we should all have that. We should all strive to be the uncle who is not invited to family events mm. because we are very unpopular. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely not those people now. Uh, <laughs> definitely need some work to get there. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. I, 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 I have. I, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, there was, there so, was a coup on the Capitol, though. I mean, we we're, did, we're well, keeping on going on back, which but, we were at. So, um, well, I was I was going to take us to to a different place. Oh, oh, oh. So, um, I know that I spent my fourteen hundred dollars on, mm. uh, or, or, or my six hundred dollars on uh, gummy worms, cigarettes, uh, beer, um, and not paying my rent. Uh, and I'm just curious what you guys did with uh, your Trump bucks. You guys buy anything fun? I spent it on nine months of rent. Utilities, healthcare, uh, dentist appointments, and then use the uh, leftover to just you know get myself a nice meal. Uh, That's I, called I've been stretching eating... a dollar, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating shoe leather for three or four months now, so you know six to one. See, but I mean, yeah, that's just because you like it. 
It's delicious. It's Ooh. very, very nutritious for you too. You should see my fingernails. They're black. That's because of all of the powerful, powerful nutrients. Well, see, because I've stopped um, spending that $5 a day on the latte. Um, I have actually d- could put a lot, quite a bit of it away. And I'm thinking about starting my own business with a thousand dollars. You fucking, you idiots. All of you are so dumb. See, I spent it on half an avocado toast. You know, that's the, <laughs> that was the wisest move I could make. Right. Yeah. And that, well, that's the same thing for nine months. Like Parker, I actually did use that money to uh, sort of uh, invest in something that would uh, give give me returns in the future, so to speak. And I bought a gun. These are my GameStop stock, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, GameStop's hot right now. That shit, shit, shit is stupid works. on fire. I don't know what's happening in the stock market, but I like to watch it as if it's like pretty, pretty little lights on a screen. It, it's very entertaining. Uh, I, I think that's what's happening in the stock market, actually. <laughs> pretty little lights on a screen. Uh, and uh, pedophilia, maybe. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for our next round of, uh, of uh, uh, Joe Bucks. I think, I think the Joe Bucks... Mm. will spend a little sweeter. I think I think I think I think it'll be a little different. Yeah, well, those six hundred disgusting Donald dollars. You don't want that. You uh, want it's, that. It's, just, it's, just, it's like a tricky dick fun bill. It's not exactly the same. <laughs> when it comes from a when it comes from a, a, a democratically elected politician, mm-hmm. it just has that sweet, delicious taste of socialism that I'm always looking for. Sure. It's not the uh you know at the end of the day I'm defrauding in, the government. So right. it's it's not dropped in like uh, you know, half liquid dog shit hundred dollar bill that you're picking up off the the capitalism dollar bill that you're picking up off the ground, right? It's the the sweet, sweet artifice of right socialism bucks mm-hmm. biden bucks exactly yeah, I, i've i've enjoyed very much so hearing about how um anyone saying that this is uh, not what we promised or that this isn't enough is uh, a liar and bad at math and doesn't get that 1400 plus 600 equals 2000 um and those those pictures that they had of a two thousand dollar check that would be given to americans well, that was a metaphor for fourteen hundred plus six hundred. Of course, you won't get a check with two thousand dollars written on it. That would be stupid of you to even think. Right. We're, it would kind of be stupid uh, of you to think that. You didn't expect us to take as many technicalities as we would. Yeah. Hmm. Do <laughs> you will resent its absence? You know what I'm saying? If if you really start getting eager about it, it's, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, Immortan Joe doesn't want to give you that. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, I've actually already spent the $1,400, and if he doesn't send it in the next two weeks, I'm going to have to break his legs before they break mine because <laughs> I am in debt to some serious folks. You guys bet on the ponies? I like the ponies. See, now I'm imagining like uh, Tony Tony uh, seeing Joe Biden in the South Garden and then running him over with the car <laughs> over the $2,000 check. Well, I mean, you fools got a fourteen hundred dollar check, but I uh, I'm gonna be getting a cool uh, twenty eight hundred uh, after this Packers victory that I'm expecting. I've not checked the scores yet. <laughs> oh, well, you're you're you know, I'm good, good. Uh, you can come to the hospital with me. <laughs> I, I hear that the ACL surgery is better if you have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Making we can get like a BOGO situation going on. We can we can eat you. If 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 you like your legs, you can't keep them. 
No. Oh my gosh! Well, guys, you know, I, I that's 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 most of what's happened. You know, do, do we have any other points we want to make before we move on to uh, some uh, discussion of a striking worker situation? I don't know, man. I've been thinking about Bernie's mittens a lot. You know, I've I've really been thinking about that. Leave you that know? poor woman who made them alone. Yeah, leave leave the woman alone. She already put out a statement that said, "I am not making anybody fucking mittens." I thought, no, I thought it was actually uh, pretty misogynist of Bernie to be sitting there uh, during the inauguration in mittens and a coat. I, I'll, I'll be honest. It was frankly just misogynist. Cross, crossing his legs is so masculine. Threatening even. I mean, you know, like he was he, he was sitting down for the election of our first woman president, you know, Joe Biden. <laughs> For, uh, for one ever, month of Joe Biden. Ever since, ever since that time, he said there's at least three genders. Um, in my head canon, uh, he's been uh, himself uh, one one of the, one of the above at least. He's, he's, he's the third gender, and, and that's important. That's representation, right? He's totally not just a crusty old Catholic. <laughs> yeah, he's the that's he's the third way that, gender. <laughs> I, I forgot about that, but I. I am glad to have a papist in the White House again. It's been too uh, long. It is nice. As we know, it always ends well. and yeah, Nothing <laughs> bad ever happens. Yeah. Um, I, I am glad to have someone in office who is not listening to the political and interest of the lobbyists, but listening to the Pope. Honestly, Joe Biden would be probably more progressive if he started just listening to whatever Francis said. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> yeah, but also if he started listening to the cat, you know, it's bad enough that he's Catholic. But if he started actually listening to the Pope, I think the the QAnon people looking for pedophiles in American political life might <laughs> they might stroke out, um, or no, they might I mean, get no, they might right find an actual pedophile. <laughs> he takes his orders directly from the uh, uh, the Delaware bishop, the pedophile in chief. <laughs> I mean, yes, probably. Oh. Well, I think that will bring us to the end of our discussion of uh, catching up on the news. So, uh, Carl, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on in uh, uh, New York? Well, so uh, I don't I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, of AOC. I have, like I said, I, I sniffed her chair at the Capitol. Um, I didn't say you should probably um, say that that's in the fictional universe. In game, that... I was not at the Capitol. Uh, my phone data will show that I was at home the whole time, as will me screaming about being at home the whole time. <laughs> um, home in Oklahoma, my dude. Um, so, um, well, that was uh, well. You know, this 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 politician went to a, a place during the Biden inauguration. And I know that we all watched the Biden inauguration closely, but something more important was going. And, and what that something was, was I think uh, a roadmap for the kind of energy we should be bringing to 2021, the Biden presidency, like, like we'll be focusing on in these next uh, four years before um, Trump two electric boogaloo now with more fascism happens. And that is uh, the Hunts Point strike that was happening in New York. So uh, just a little background. Apparently, uh, New York City is like a fucking. Carl, this... Carl, Carl, was this the. Uh... This is the like where the minimum wage should be like thirty dollars, and CEOs have to fight in the Thunderdome, right? Or is this something different? No, there's something different. That's uh, that's the ten year, that's the five year plan, not the uh, four year. Five. Uh, Go ahead, my fault. 
Don't yeah, broadcast yeah, we, that one yet. That one's got to stay confidential. It's more top secret. Eyes only. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm it's just clarifying. Need to know, you know, I got to do my reading. You know, Parker, when a document says internal, it means that. Fuck. Okay, I just, I just I want to remind you. Um, okay, we can put things in the brackets. Got to look at the envelope. Please don't tell people about the plan to force uh, Jeff Bezos to smelt pig iron in his backyard. <laughs> no, we're still leasing the panhandle to him. That's 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 still the plan. That's part of the four-year plan. That one's public, okay. Um, but so uh, so apparently, um, New York is like some kind of a feudal city and only has a set number of gates through which trade can enter it. And so there's yes. this place called uh, the Hunts Point Produce Market, which oh. is responsible for sixty percent of the produce in New York City. It comes through that market, right? You may think that's that's a really dumb number. It is a dumb number. That's insane that that much would come through one place like a majority, yeah. but it's the case. And so the people who work there are part of uh, Teamsters Local 202. Um, just want to strike where they ratified a new contract to get, uh, I think it's a $1.85 raise over the next three years. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of it was talked about, oh, we want a one hour, $1 raise. It's all we want. And it's important to note, $1.85. Great stuff. You may think that's not a whole lot of money, but right, that adds up over your work. Um, and very importantly, mm. it also gives us like a lot a of folks. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Like a dollar eighty-five in a week, 40 hours a week. That's a lot. There's 40 bucks. You know, that's a, that's a, a movies and some popcorn worker, yeah. and some candy that you smuggle in. Um, and, and I think the reason I wanted to bring this up is, is this is something that's really been, you know, I, th I think for all of us in the show, I think for all of us on, on the left in America right now has been important to us. Right. Uh, what do we do now that uh, Joe Biden is the president? Um, Good luck pushing him to the left. And I think maybe we, we, we see something here. <laughs> well, you know, I think there is something to be said, though, because, yeah. well, I mean, I, I, I think because of Biden having gotten his start in politics with the aid of organizations, specifically the Teamsters. And I think that, that this is one of the, like, like Carl is saying, is one of the really clear methods that we may have for success in the future of a leftist movement under Joe Biden is that this is going to be somewhere that he's probably sympathetic to turning a blind eye. Whereas there are lots of other places that our agenda is going to be wholly stymied. See criminal justice reform. Well, so, so I, I think part of this too, that's worth keeping in mind is it actually doesn't really matter what, Joe Biden is doing in the White House, right? And and the reason I brought up AOC at the start is that she went to this instead of going to the inauguration. Why? Because this is the kind of thing that that actually builds power. It doesn't matter who the president is. If it were Donald Trump or Joe Biden, who cares? You right. you strike, and if you strike and you win, it doesn't matter who's the president. Not only have you given a reason to people to join the union, you've shown that this is effective. You've won material gains for yourself. You've also built like working class power. And you don't have to worry about who's president. You don't have to worry about who's a rep because when you win, that's it, right? There's no illegal strike when you win. There's no strike that can be beaten when you stand together in solidarity. And especially when you look at, you know, the economy and you see something like 60% of the produce uh, for America's largest city goes through this one specific place. Huh? Mm -hmm. If we strike there, we can get whatever the fuck we want because people won't be able to eat without, without us, you know? Yep. And I, and the reason I, the reason I think that's important right now is, is actually something just super, super simple. Um, 
probably a lot of people who are listening to the show are uh, maybe underworked right now. Maybe they've lost a job. Maybe you, uh, you know, are looking to get a new job, uh, but don't know what to do about it because, you know, it fucking sucks right now. But high likelihood that there are some unemployed people listening. And what, what I want to say to all of you is that this is maybe something you should be thinking about when you try to get your next job. Fuck your qualifications. Fuck all of that fucking shit. There's one thing you should be thinking about. What kind of place in, in the Oklahoma economy or the economy of wherever you are uh, has the kind of uh, bottleneck control over your local economy, right? We saw this with teachers, right? When teachers walk out, the whole fucking economy crashes. Why? Because the kids don't have anywhere to go. We see this with this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, when these people walk out, you know, and a key part of the food supply in America's largest city is gone. And you got to ask yourself, what job can I get that looks like that, right? This, this is the mindset I think we all got to start bringing into our lives nowadays, right? Because we don't have a whole lot of fucking time to deal with anything. And Joe Biden only means that we're going to get like Donald Trump Jr., but with like uh, the drug from that uh, movie with Matthew McConaughey, where you think super fast so he can do extra racism. And we got to so be ready for that. And, and the answer Cooper, not Matthew McConaughey. I, so you I roll don't hear something. Uh, um, I'll I'll call. I don't give a shit. Um, either way. Um, and we got to be thinking about it like that instead of you know like we are right now. And I think that if we all focus on that going in the next four years, who gives a shit? We'll be fine whenever this is over because we're gonna have the power to deal with it. And if you're in Oklahoma, you know maybe uh do pipe work. And uh, yeah. I I think that one thing that's this is a probably positive reflection of what might happen with this discussion is uh, the $15 an hour minimum wage conversation has been back in the, the ether. Uh, a lot of people saying, Oh no, we'll be just like all of those uh, hell holes like uh, European socialist countries or Australia. Oh, Australia is a hell hole. Yeah. Conversations about a $15 minimum wage in the face of a just like after after nine months of saying that grocery store workers, uh, food service workers, uh, custodial workers are heroes mm-hmm. and are keeping our economy afloat and saving us, um, yeah, makes all the more uh, necessary paying them a fifteen dollar minimum wage when they are the ones like keeping us alive and functioning and fed and all of these things that we need now even more than we did before, and. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even have to be pipe work or like massive critical infrastructure or skilled work. It's now the some of the most important jobs that we have in our economy are some of the lowest paid and like the jobs that people have utter contempt for, we realize are completely necessary when we need to get our groceries in the middle of a pandemic or when we need people to sanitize all of these spaces that are ridden with coronavirus. Yeah, and, and and I mean, it doesn't. Teachers, great example. Pipe work, great example. Um, janitors, great example. Like janitors at a big system or something, they could fucking do this. You know, a janitor at a, a district, you know, a janitor trying to get a distribution point for food into Tulsa or Oklahoma City, they could do that. You know, janitor custodial strikes at in uh, medical care, especially because that's oh yeah, incredibly hazardous. Yeah, before and even more so now. A nurse, nurses strike. That would work great, you know. Um, I mean, Teamsters obviously, right, work great. You know, people who do shipping, that kind of stuff. Obviously, great thing for a strike, you know. But uh, also, resource workers, you know, Walmart workers. Um, I, I don't think this will ever happen at Quick Trip because uh, Quick Trip knows how to buy off its workers by paying them well. <laughs> but I mean, yep. 
to some extent, um, that is kind of fear of labor action making <clears throat> Whiptrip treat their employees uh, somewhat well. Yeah, no, it's it's them heading it off at the pike. It's a smart move. And the thing is, you can make that happen at any job when you join a union. And the thing is, you could join a union at any job, no matter who's president, because that right is enshrined in U.S. statutory code. And that's, I mean, that's the only mindset, that's the mindset we got to have right now is is retreating back to basics. You know, you know, we, we were playing something new. We were playing a cool jam when Bernie was running. You know, it looked like it was going to be a really hit album. Flop. Sorry. You just gotta, we gotta go back to the old stuff, you know? None of this new fucking music. Just just do I the mean, OG Bernie, shit. Bernie was for sure a shot in the dark, but uh, one that would would not come along again in, anytime soon. But yeah, now now that like we don't have the option to put a somewhat left-thinking person into the presidency, then yeah, it, it's definitely going to be back to direct action, back to building power, back to... But the Democrats won both houses of Congress. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's, and, and yeah, we've got... We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> we have the capacity to do everything we want to do, which, which is nothing. I mean, no, I mean, which should be noted that every single thing that doesn't get done is because the Democrats don't want to do it. They can yep. do whatever they want, and anything that doesn't happen is solely because they don't want to. I, I read an interview with Cory Booker today where he was like, well, you know, since we just don't have the votes for it, we can't have D.C. statehood or Puerto Rico statehood. It's just not possible. It's like, motherfucker, you do exactly have the votes. You just don't want to. Like, yeah, I mean, they're the like, only reason the filibuster Joe exists Manchin, is save us voting. by <laughs> voting against everything that we uh, put forward. Dude, Joe Manchin, you got to respect the fucking game on Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is probably... The most, I mean, I think to some extent he he's like the most powerful figure we've had in American politics in like a long time because he's not going to leave the Democratic Party and he gets an automatic filibuster on absolutely everything that they might want to do. Um, I'll just say uh, I'm excited for him to become Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner than later, I'm sure. Well, but yeah, God. I mean, that's what to think about, guys. Join a union. Think about that when you get your post-pandemic job again. Yep, and work on unionizing the workplaces you're already in. Well, Carl, let's move right along to Oklahoma news for the week. So, uh, as, as I'm sure all of you uh, policy heads uh, know, uh, last week was the last week for submitting bills to the uh, either Oklahoma House or Senate. So there's a couple bills that I think are worth going over, looking at, you know, uh, taking a guess at whether or not they're going to pass, uh, asking why people are doing them. Um, I think the <laughs> the first one, probably my favorite, one that I, I wholeheartedly support, um, is from one uh, Rob Standridge. Uh, he's uh, R. Norman. Um, he, <laughs> he wants to make it possible for you to sue a social media company who deletes your post for political or religious reasons. Um, Hell yeah, uh, brother. I think the specific language he used is when you when he censor when you censor political or religious speech. Um, so first thing I'd like to do is say that this show is now also religious. Um, anything we say on the show is part of the Red Star uh -huh. over Oklahoma faith. If and SoundCloud does by the Church of Latter Day Saints, <laughs> which we also wholeheartedly endorse, but the good version. You know, I'm not going to tell you if that was before 80s or after 80s, but do the math. <laughs> um. 
I love it. I'm I'm a big fan of being able to sue Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, you know, Instagram uh, for yeah. when they delete my good posts. I think no, we should I, do this. I actually, yeah, I actually take would, the power out of Zuck's hands. We, and, we got this now. And, and I'll assert to y'all that uh, for this to actually be a thing that would come into law, we'd have to overturn Citizens United. So yeah, great, great moves, Tandridge. <laughs> um, I'm convinced it's going to happen, and you can't tell me otherwise. Uh, they were very rude to our president, sir. How is that not going to happen? That's how I feel about uh, um, uh, President Dr. Trump. Yeah, overturning Citizens United and Trump gets to tweet again, that's a win-win in my that, No one loses in that scenario. Uh, yeah, Trump could move to Oklahoma and then sue Twitter for violating his, his political ability <laughs> to talk. Well, the, the best thing is that um, apparently he doesn't want to do it in case there's like some kind of error that causes it, which I'm sure tech companies would, would always faithfully report, right? Uh, tech companies are normally great about that kind of stuff. Um, also, it's for up to $75,000, I think it was. Uh, Twitter probably can't afford that. You know, it's going to be really hard for them to afford that. Um, I think uh, I think this one, um, you know, uh, no matter what Adam says, it doesn't really matter if, if a law is uh, uh, constitutionally valid in the state of Oklahoma. State Republicans will still pass it for uh, oh, no yeah. reason other than to, to signpost, you know, to virtue signal to their constituents. Um, I think this one, I'd put this... I'd put this at like 40% likelihood of getting passed, like more than you'd think, but but still probably not going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think we have enough uh, state senators who are terminally online in Oklahoma, which is uh, <laughs> something that we need to affect through uh, you know, voter engagement. We need to vote in more terminally online Oklahoma senators. You know... Um, I think actually we, we might all be able to run on that. Just like we have the brain worms from being online. Let's do it. You know, let's give it a try. Um, yeah. Here's some, here's some other stuff. Uh, I just kind of want to run through quickly. Um, uh, one uh, bill, changing the constitutional language around school funding to include equitable as part of how the funding has to be done so that uh, all zip codes get good school funding. Um, this is from Mary Boren, Dean Norman. Um, what do you all think is the likelihood of that passing? <laughs> incredibly low. Not going to happen. Uh, uh, job, it's Warren. already equitable. What do we need the equitable for? Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's going to be a no from everyone in, in the Oklahoma State Legislature. Um, okay, another one. Another one. Uh, different different angle here. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Uh, Adam Poog, R. Edmonds, he wants to make military retirement income untaxable instead of taxable at the rate it's currently done. Um, what, what do you think is going to happen here? Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, yes or no? I mean, I feel like that's going to... It's for the troops. I feel like they're... That could get some support. I could see that being like... It's taking money. It's 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 taking money away from the government, which is illegal. The government doesn't take money away from itself. So I'm gonna say no. Okay, Parker, what's your take? What's your take? I mean, mm, eh. yes. that. get it. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say this is about as likely. A bunch of uh, onomatopoeia sounds, you know. I, and I think it's about as likely. I think I think it's about as likely as Kansas winning a football game um, because uh, the Oklahoma State budget is not necessarily uh, into um, uh, losing revenue right now. I think Adam hit the nail oh, on the head. <laughs> absolutely never. Um, 
the government is in the money of making business, not in the money of giving money away. That ain't business at all. That's also perfect money because it's uh, printed by the federal government and then it goes directly to uh, the Oklahoma state government. Best kind of money you can get. Hey, man, as long as it's not Medicaid money, they don't want that. And, uh, I think they'll, they'll, take, they'll take what they can get. Um, okay, we got, we got a couple more here. Uh, uh, lightning round. Julia Kurt, Democrat from Oklahoma City, wants to expand voting access with a trio of bills that includes things like automatic voter registration, making it easier to vote absentee. Uh, yes or no, uh, Steve? Easier to commit voter fraud? I don't think so. It sounds like it makes it, it less secure. I'm gonna be a no from me, dog. We need to secure uh, our elections. Last yeah, election that's... wasn't secure. It wasn't secure. Adam, what do you mean, bro? Adam, where are you at? Of, I was kicked out of 14 voting, like polling locations, Carl. <laughs> like, do you understand? Not a I, secure election. I actually watched a bunch of homeless people just you know lick envelopes together and and they were looking and and sucking envelopes together and and you know it was in the back of a prius and dirty mike he, he's gonna be back to that voting booth i, I mean, told I him about in, that. i went in to vote and then i wore a groucho mask and voted again and then went in with a funny hat and voted again and then went in wearing like a, a rice farmer's hat and voted again and uh they didn't stop they didn't just gave him the same name and they gave me a, <laughs> yeah, the same name. Name. It was just a different look <laughs> I, was just, I was just doing different voting fits you know <laughs> yeah, they that's the that's the thing too, right? It's that I I was put on a team, right? Like uh that would uh we were doing documentary style stuff on just finding uh, you know, 20,000 ballots in a creek, right? They provided the ballots for us. You know, and then we went out, spread them all over the creek and then acted really shocked about it. So I I was actually rafting down Crow Creek during a storm, um, as o, uh, OU students are wont to do, and then uh, I found twenty thousand votes. It was wild. They were all for that, Trump. Right? Really weird. Exactly. Um, and that's okay, why, there's... like, I just I I love the the getting all the, the the Reddit comments right and the stories about you know poll workers you know just opening the tops of boxes as they're going 80, 80, 80 miles an hour on the freeway right like just, <laughs> just loving it. And they were like, ah, yeah, definitely Trump balance. Sorry. Okay. Who hasn't, who hasn't been huffing ether for 20 hours while driving to Las Vegas with a ton of Trump ballots they're just throwing out of the back of a car? Come on. Yeah. Fucking dude. Um, it's what's we got, we got two more. We got two more. We got one, not that big of a deal. And then we got probably the most important piece of legislation that, that could pass in Oklahoma state history. So the first mm -hmm. less of a big deal one, uh, Warren Hamilton, our uh, Republican from McCurtain, uh, he wants to ban abortions except during childbirth to save the mother mother's life, which he calls triage and not abortion. <laughs> um, what do we think is going to happen with this one? Because I think it'll to pass. some extent. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll pass too because I think uh, with uh, stuff passes and then gets struck down by the state legislature, doesn't it? No, no one will ever be prosecuted underneath it. Uh -oh. I mean, so see, there'll I be think, no ability to constitutionally I, challenge it because it'll never arise. This, this could be a spicy one because I could see the like newly uh, papist Supreme Court empowering a lot of people to start pass some really draconian anti-abortion laws and bills. So yeah, I, I could see them being like, oh, maybe we can swing this. Maybe, uh, you know, I, uh, Brett Kavanaugh and uh, Amy James Comey Barrett will uh, have our backs <laughs> on this one. I mean, I know yeah, we actually... have two, two newlyweds, and Plan B has a shelf life of four years. Okay, <laughs> go out and get it real quick. Like, suck up before this bitch starts passing. 
See, I, 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 I think Stephen, Stephen hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, and Adam, I think you're wrong. Somebody is definitely going to get charged with it because all every single Republican-controlled state uh, legislature right now is uh, in a rush to pass laws like this and see if they could be the ones that get it to the I mean, Supreme I, Court and overturn Roe v. Wade because then they get a one free three-point Bud Light at the Republican <laughs> National Convention. And that, I mean, that's I, worth I a lot. Like, Either they'll manage to get this one through, or they'll just do a new one where, like, the only Planned Parenthood in Oklahoma is in Guyman, and uh, you legally have to go there and can't go out of state. Some bullshit like that. They just have OHP being like, are you leaving state for an abortion? Yeah. (laughs) That's how the feds got involved last time. Interstate travel, baby. Okay, the last one. Probably the most important legislation that, that... in Oklahoma's history. Um, so, uh, Representative Justin Humphrey, representing OK House District 19, which is the second most southeastern district in the state. Um, he uh, he is really would like us to have... Um, so, I, I've seen a lot of reporting on this. And, and, you know, this show is not into fake news media. This show is into telling the truth. We're hard-hitting. We, we mean, don't pull punches. It, it should be said that only good things come out of southeastern Oklahoma. No, yeah. <laughs> They have very good moonshine down there, um, I've heard. Very good politics, very good uh, <laughs> training camps, very good, uh, it's a very good place. <laughs> uh, they have a cool little town that one, uh, one guy whose name I forget went to all the time uh, before he uh, made himself famous in Oklahoma City. Um, right, actually, that's, that's in that's Oklahoma, Oklahoma, that's different. <laughs> um, a parody in-game. Um, please don't kill me, people from Elohim City. I, I don't know where I live. <laughs> Um, but so, no, uh, Justin Humphrey wants us to uh, set up trapping licenses for Bigfoot. <laughs> um, yeah. It's important that they're trapping licenses. It's not hunting licenses. You're not allowed to kill Bigfoot. You can only get the $25,000 bounty if you trap Bigfoot. So you got to bring yeah. him in alive. I'm okay. excited to see how this backdoors into people like booby trapping their homes again. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, now that'll be fun. I thought Bigfoot was going to attack, ma'am. I swear. I thought he was a Sam Squinch out my window. It turned out it was my neighbor. I beat him to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> I mean, we, we're all thinking it, though. This is more government intervention in our rights to really? have the Bigfoot traps that we want. It's, see, it's in the Second Amendment. We can see, we have the right to. No, no, last one. It's entirely the opposite, right? It is the government finally diving into this massive multi-level marketing scheme because clearly they're going to issue permits for people to hunt the Sasquatch. And then you'll have contractors that are getting government contracts to hunt the Sasquatch. You know? I mean, exactly, yeah. We know that our state government is in the pocket of big Sasquatch. And, exactly. And- <laughs> And it's just a laundering scheme to funnel part of the $1.9 trillion that Joe Biden is giving for relief to uh, B- Bigfoot hunting, you know, I, fucking Blackwater. And and we all know who benefits the most out of this. Jack Lynx. Okay. It's a problem. No one's well, talking about, no one's talking about it. You know, they're, they're trying to clear out good Oklahoma beef jerky, like hard times. They're trying to do that with this Bigfoot hunting license. You know, they don't talk I, about hard I, times. Hard times is fucking trash. Don't I, you go to fucking hell. Hard times is so good. This podcast doesn't endorse hard times. Look, I've been Unless criticized willing to pay us and then I will endorse anything. I've been criticized <laughs> for my cartoon of a big uh, anthropomorphized octopus with Jack Links written on it, spreading out all over the globe. Um, <laughs> Called uh, anti anti jerky sentiments, but in this case, it's definitely true. 
You know, like I lost uh, a race for the Virginia House of Delegates by exposing the truth about Bigfoot in my uh, semi-pornographic novel back in 2017. <laughs> I forgot about um, the Bigfoot porn guy. I forgot. <laughs> uh -huh. what, where is he in all this? I feel like you would have something to say. I don't. No. I think he's part of the lobbying group now. Uh, the That's the big Bigfoot lobbying group, right? He got hired by Jack Links. You know, you got you got okay. So if you actually came to my house, you'd see I look like Charlie from It's Always Sunny, showing you the truth about Big Bigfoot, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to rest until we get the honesty out there. And Justin Humphrey, he's doing the Lord's work by saying, you know, we at least got to hunt Bigfoot, right? But he's been bought. He's been bought and sold. And now he gets uh, to be in part of the, the big crinacomb. You let Bigfoot hunt you, and we can't be on, you know, we can't be a link in the chain. That's not how this works. No, I just really hope that the pedestrians who fall into the spike pits that I'm digging on uh, the street next to my house that are for Bigfoot and have signs that say for Bigfoot only on in front of them. I hope that the pedestrians don't get too upset with me. I'll tell you, those spikes, I have rubbed them down with deer urine. And as you guys know, doe urine attracts Sam scratches, specifically female ones. But they... It'll they'll they'll go after those spikes. So everyone's gotta be careful. I think those pedestrians would be understanding that it's a small price to pay for safety from the greatest menace our state has ever faced. Speaking of the greatest menace our fate our state has ever faced, let's go on to the conservative reading series. Oh, Come on over here. Come on, coward. Coward! I know that I wanna punch you in the nose. I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You're an intellectual dumbass. And I'm coming. You coward. You think you're a tough guy. I hate you, coward. <laughs> We're going to defeat this anti-human scum. We're going to wreck their world. Oh, we get to visit our favorite Oklahoman, which we haven't done so long. And um, I kind of just uh, went through the point of views and found the first one that hurt me to uh, applicable degree. Uh, but apparently that's how we make decisions here on the podcast. So um, this one uh, is it is from back in December from last year, uh, but it is by uh, uh, Christmas Eve, actually, um, by a Neil McCluskey uh, point of view. Canceling student debt by presidential decree is wrong on many levels. Fascism so, straight off. So I'm um, he it's, it's it starts off great. It. it, it by talking about um, if you lend someone money to start a business that made big bucks, you would expect to be repaid, right? You took no. a risk in the. Well, I'm I mean, sorry, yeah, did they not know who our president was? Yeah, <laughs> they missed the they missed the fucking whole. No, it's 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 the revisionism that's already started now that Trump's out of. Like they literally you're, they they you're they were not making any amount of money out of. Yeah, they were so, so happy that he left, and now they can just go back to being hypocrites about everything. <sighs> You, you, no, you are see, now that now that Joe pause, now that Joe Biden is president and we live under Shania law, it's illegal to collect interest on loans. That's illegal. <laughs> yeah, okay? you can't. Okay? Wait, people, Shania people, law? Like Shania yeah, Twain Shania law. law? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Muslims believe, right? Oh, man. I love Shania Twain. <laughs> I really think that'll probably be good for our economy here in Oklahoma. But it, it is it is a big leap thinking that like all uh, I guess degrees are made equally, in which case then you're also immediately making big bucks and have the capacity to pay 
back thousands and thousands of dollars, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. But yeah, you took a risk and the borrower profited. Federal student lending is kind of like that. Only you did not choose to lend. And now there's a movement to let the borrower just keep the money through presidential decree, no less. I love that his metaphor has immediately fallen apart. Like his metaphor didn't even make it a full set, like two sentences. Like he sets it up with two sentences. He gets to the next sentence and it just immediately, he can't even keep it going. All he can say is it's kind of like that. Okay, bud. Well, why don't you choose a metaphor then? Because you haven't said shit yet. I mean, he, he he makes a lot of other unqualified judgments later on, but we can do something wrong. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, wait, no, no. I'd like to point out that his metaphor is entirely correct. Uh, the federal government is a bank that exists to uh, turn a profit. So uh, he's right. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, come 500%. on. 100%. Uh, Senators Chuck Schumer and Elizabeth Warren are leading a call for the incoming Joe Biden administration to cancel huge amounts of federal student debt, which is uh, which is close to all student debts as the federal government read the taxpayer is by is by far the biggest supplier of student loans. Schumer and Warren have sponsored a resolution calling for up to fifty thousand dollars in loan cancellation for an open ended number of federal student debtors. Uh, though Schumer has subsequently mentioned capping eligibility at income of $125,000, which would exclude only about the top 10% of earners. This would be terrible policy on numerous levels. No, let me tell you, I just, I, the, the oh my God, I, I can't even joke about this because of, of the direct and immediate impact it would have on my life and the stress levels that I just live with daily. And no, um, fuck you. Uh, uh, whoever wrote this article, Neil McCluskey, so you're wrong. Just what, wrong. My favorite, my favorite part of the article starts next, and it's um the it's like uh he says this would be a terrible policy on numerous levels, and he he gives this first reason, but then really never gives a second to a third reason, um, and just kind of goes on a diatribe about the first reason. So let's dive right in. Um, and first, it would be patently unfair uh, because you know life is naturally fair. Um, but uh, fairness isn't something that you know humanity invented. Yeah, it's, it's that's a that's a concept that exists outside of humanity. Actually, having dogs and cats know what fair is. Absolutely. Yeah, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you heard a little thing called the fairness doctrine that I don't know anything <laughs> about. But I think <laughs> legally we have to be fair about things. Having debt can be difficult, but why should anyone get to take your money, profit off it, and at least not make you whole again? And yes, that's how taxes work. When when they build a road, that money is given back to the taxpayer when they're done building the road. That's how that works. Yeah, that's why Oklahoma and, has turnpikes. Yeah, and these you people know? who are making money off of student loan debt definitely aren't paying income tax or anything. So why why would you be getting any sort of return on any anything that you invest in people? But uh, and yes, borrowers typically profit. Uh, the average bachelor's degree hold, uh, holder earns roughly one million more than their lifetime uh, over their lifetime than the average person whose education ended with a high school diploma. Go beyond a bachelor's degree, which is what a lot of student loans are for. Cough, cough. Um, man in the same room as me. Yeah. Um, and the payoff is even bigger with someone holding a professional degree, such as in law, law or medicine, making about two point three million more over their lifetime. Meanwhile, the debt of the average federal student bar was around $36,500. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. I got to stop you right here. We are conflating highs and lows. Like, like, oh, yeah, uh, well, mo you know, some of these people can make up to the highest that they can make is like this much. Uh, and then the That's average roughly. on the low end, this is what they take out. Guess this what? The people who took out $36,500, they are not – they do not have professional degrees. Guess what? 
this is a very stupid idea and obviously makes no sense, but uh, maybe the people uh, just newly out of college in tons of debt should have that forgiven and the people who are high earners in their field should just be taxed more. Uh, no, that sounds up. like raising taxes. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, yeah. you know, now that we have a radical socialist in the White House, maybe we can get a plan like that done. God, if only... <laughs> See, now, Joe Biden would never defend uh, people who uh, usuriously uh, lend money to people. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's not what he's about. You do, you do want your doctor to be like mm. deeply in debt and like horribly stressed out about his financial. He's hungrier. He wants it more. He wants to treat <laughs> you. <laughs> see, see, Stephen, I'm going to take your um, logical fact and reasoning and hit you with more uh, just incredibly skewed statistics that are absolutely yeah. meaningless. So uh, borrowers also tend to be people who started like pretty well off the large majority of student debt oh the large majority of student debt 63 percent as of 2016 is held by people in the top half of the income distribution uh these are people who aren't eating every meal at mcdonald's and and living in their cars okay the, the wealthiest 25 percent of americans hold 34 percent of the debt all right that's a nine percent discrepancy <laughs> what are the what are the stats on people who are in debt and didn't finish their college degree what about that? Uh, those people are scum. Oh. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Everyone who starts college finishes it. All right, <laughs> Stephen. We know we know this is to be true. Uh, the no, numbers no one, clear. no one has ever taken out money for college and then uh, not been able to afford with the debt they took out finishing college. That's yeah, never well, happened. Well, yeah, and we all know, like even those very small amount of people that that happens to, you know, with an unfinished college degree, you're still basically like, you know, still on track to be a millionaire. Exactly. Yeah, totally uh, fine. Uh, the numbers make it clear that mass student loan cancellation would largely help the well-to-do, but wouldn't be an economic stimulus, especially valuable in these COVID-19 economic times. That's not a paragraph or uh, even a sentence. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, those those don't make sentences. But uh, the Schumer-Warren resolution touts it as such uh, – touts it as such but ignores a big problem. The feds have budgeted based on loans being repaid. If they're not, someone else will have to make it for the lost federal revenue. So while cancellation would put an extra $250 or so in the average borrower's pocket each month, it would require someone else to curtail their own spending or investment to send more money to Washington. Uh, not oh, yeah. how taxes work. Uh, also, I bet he doesn't have any problem with dropping $100,000 bombs in, in the Middle East. Uh, so uh, uh, as always, cut Raytheon. Uh, so long, stimulus. Um Meanwhile, the people most hurt by COVID-19 and its economic effects are not those with college degrees. It's people without them working in jobs that cannot be done in the remote comfort and safety of, say, one's basement. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's got a second article after this, I assume, where he's advocating passionately for a $15 minimum wage, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's socialism. Yeah. Oh, but but you live in your mom's basement. He just fucking zinged you, dog. Like, I don't know. Like, I you could get you some ice for that burn. You know, it's like uh, the restaurant worker. I, I love the more. idea. <laughs> I love the idea and of like, also, oh, look, if, that, like, yeah, you're, you're like, you're accountants and lawyers and doctors are living in their parents' basement. It's a phenomenal. It's a phenomenal. Well, he's, he's, he's saying that, oh, you went to college and you make so much money that you're living in your mom's basement. A thing often associated with making lots of money, for example. <laughs> exactly. The, the restaurant worker needs help more than the accountant or lawyer. And of course, the only thing that will end the COVID economic slowdown is the end of COVID-19 itself. I don't know where he's rambling on to. Because it, that we've lost the plot. That, that train, 
this guy, but but he he brings it back and he's like, mass cancellation would also be damaging, uh, would also be damaging higher education policy. And so um, America's ivory tower, um, TM, is uh, is an over, overwrought edifice in uh, forgiving student debt far from solving rampant tuition inflation <laughs> or the spread of on-campus water parks. <laughs> Would, would only exacerbate what? the problem. Is he having a stroke during this? I don't know. He's just a moron. Bro, we fucked up. Uh, by, by taking money from taxpayers <laughs> and giving it to students, federal student aid has enabled colleges to charge higher prices and often encourage students to demand more expensive things what? that necessitate such prices. Like education? Mass like receiving an education? <laughs> I, I, see, I, I don't know about you, but I want my class sizes to be larger. Can you just make them bigger to where... Yeah. yeah. These fucking students, they want books. I don't understand it. When back in my day, we learned from the Bible. Well, and there's never been a time where you're getting more for your money out of university, not And the university the classes in person, not getting to use any of the facilities, doing it all through Zoom like you could for a $200 library course. You're, see, you're, see, I know for a fact that I was pulled right to the side right when I started OU during Camp Crimson um, by some of the instructors. And they were like, uh, yeah, so uh, we are you go here, but you need to demand from us expensive things. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Right. We are not going to buy them because they're expensive. But you because you have student loan, like, you know, you're like, ah, I got all this money for, you know, for for school. Like I, I you need to buy it like us expensive stuff because I am a fucking entitled little shit and yep. I deserve it. And th- like just the, the, the mental gymnastics see, this dude is going on in his head when he's writing this is, is pretty phenomenal. I mean, he's uh, just like, I, clearly, like, I guess in his mind. Because the students like, demanding expensive things. Like what, what tuition inflation from student demand. That's how that works. That's yeah. how that works 100%. Yep. Mass cancellation would signal students to borrow even more. They won't, re- uh, they won't really have to repay it. <laughs> That's he's, also oh, yeah. how that works. <laughs> I don't you, you can't yeah, restrict no, no, no. school interest exams by anything else. You, you know, well, okay, let's be honest here. Whenever you borrow student loans, the federal government says, how much do you want? And that's how much you get to borrow. It's unlimited. There's not like yeah, a system if, if, for figuring out have, how much you get to borrow. If I have my education, if like the classes are paid for through student loan forgiveness, then I can demand my university give me a palanquin to carry me from class to class. Because <laughs> I've got all that extra money. <laughs> Oh, my God. Finally, there's uh, the matter of uh, presidential diktat. Uh, Adam, is that? That's a, looks like No, it's not a, a word that means anything. It's, okay, it's, okay. it's an illiteracy. Uh, awesome. Uh, there, there's an interesting t- debate to be had about whether current statutes allow an administration to declare almost all student debt forgiven. But even if doing it's so... not, they have the Department of Education. They can declare it all. Even if doing so were technically legal, it would be an, an affront to democracy. Well, that's not what you're... Uh, Trump was. Uh, I, I'm glad that we're all ready to uh, 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 that the anything the Biden administration does is an affront to democracy. Okay. Keep going. But 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 even if to do so technically legal, it would be an affront to democracy in which the people represented in Congress should decide such hugely consequential matters as whether 1.6 trillion with a T. We couldn't see that from the T in the word. In taxpayer money should be permanently handed over to borrowers. Um, repaying I, debt can be difficult. I appreciate that. I mean, I remember when we all voted on the Iraq War and said, percent. Do, yep, do we want to spend $20 trillion on this? And everyone voted yes. Uh, yes. It was a unanimous. 
yeah, it was a national question. All, they they all pulled the, the government spins. They always have a vote on. We get to vote for what we want, and you know we're all a bunch of just bloodthirsty savages. So of course, war. Fucking war. But uh, you know, I, I, I exactly, exactly, Stevie. And now, now we're in sync. We were, we were, uh, we, we were opposing. You know, had opposing viewpoints at the beginning, but I think we we brought it back just like this no, guy with this article. Getting on board now. Um, I see where you're coming. From. Yeah, repaying debt can be difficult, but but it's the right thing to do. Having a president simply declare that profit-making graduates can keep what they borrow is the opposite of that. So it's the wrong thing to do? Seems like he could have written that in one sentence. Right. Um, but he uh, directs, the, uh, Neil McCluskey directs the Cato Institute Center for Educational and is co-editor of uh, Unprofit Schooling, examining causes of and fixes for America's bro- broken ivory tower. Oh, uh, ivory schools again. <laughs> no, the Cato Institute would never do like that we may be on a bit of a stilted schedule for a while but uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on getting you guys some shows so uh, thanks everybody for listening and have a nice week